Entrepreneur on Fire 461. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. When you have more than 270,000 designers at your fingertips, the sky is the limit for your design. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. At Business Apps, they've designed several mobile apps to fit any small business, from restaurants to realtors. Visit businessapps.com, that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps, and start creating mobile apps today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Matt Medeiros. Matt, are you prepared to ignite? John, like a phoenix rising from the ashes spitting fireballs, <laughs> I'm ready to burn the place down. You were ready. You, you told me you were ready, and you were ready. Yes, so, sir. Fire Nation, Matt has the number one WordPress podcast and collection of web shows interviewing other WordPress entrepreneurs. He is the co-founder of SlocumStudio.com, a premium WordPress agency. I've just given our listeners a little overview, Matt. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. You got it, John. Uh, Matt Medeiros, like you said, I run the Matt Report, which is the number one WordPress podcast, uh, especially for folks who are business entrepreneurs for WordPress. Uh, and I run a little shop just south of Boston, uh, Slocum Studio. Uh, we're building WordPress themes, building WordPress solutions, plugins. Um, and also, like you said, we are crazy enough to do a web show, a weekly web show, where we do three shows um, teaching folks how to do things with WordPress uh, in, in business, uh, with their themes, with their plugins, and all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, and it's a, real, it's a real joy to be sort of in the WordPress scene as it is. Absolutely. It's a great scene to be in, Matt. And give Fire Nation a little glimpse on the personal side of your life. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'd love to run. Uh, I'm addicted uh, to, uh, you know, working out and, and being in top of uh, uh, your, mind, your mind shape and your body shape uh, as best as one can. <laughs> um, grew up uh, in the entre- entrepreneurial scene. Uh, my family used to run uh, car dealerships in the area, uh, Chevrolet and Cadillac to be more, spe- more specific. And that's sort of, you know, the, uh, the genesis to where I learned how to sell customer service, sort of everything about working hard and putting out a quality product. Uh, you know, that's where it all started for me. Well, Matt, we're going to dive way more into your journey a little further on in the interview. But before we do, you know, Fire Nation knows we love starting these interviews off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Sure thing. So my success quote, more of that mantra style, is pilgrims die tending to sheep, pioneers die with arrows in their backs. Uh, and I sort of live off of being that pioneer, not just doing the same old, what is that other person doing? I guess I'll just do that too. Um, or let's copy what they're doing and let's see if we can make the same old boring product. Uh, I, we consider ourselves pioneers and we're out there either changing something, doing something radically different than somebody else, uh, all for hopefully uh, that awesome journey uh, for success as we all like to live. 
Well, let's get in a real world example about that, Matt. How have you recently come close to dying with an arrow in the back? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's funny you say that. 2013, definitely an interesting year. And we and one of the approaches that we took was let's create all this media, right? Let's create all this WordPress media um, on how to do basics of WordPress, how to how to do uh, real high end technical things in WordPress. Um, so we started putting out a lot of stuff and just coming to 2013 coming to an end uh we had four shows and we're looking at one of our shows saying hey this is this is this one's kind of weak right this one's not performing at the at the capacity we thought it's not bringing the audience that we thought it actually brings a really good audience but it's just not the one that we want um so i think one of the things that we're going to do is say hey we're we're killing this off uh we're shooting an arrow in the back of this one uh for 2014 because it's just not working anymore right now we're all about cutting that baggage out. So when we start 2014, we're agile, we're nimble, and we're ready to rock. So a lot of Fire Nation are content producers, Matt. You know, these are people that are out there looking to produce content and trying to figure out if the content they're producing really is performing. So can you share your metric measurements and how you decided that show was not doing well and that show was not performing well and others were? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so WordPress, if you're really into WordPress, and I'm sort of, I'll give you one other little detail. So I'll, I'll go around and I'll find people who, who say things about WordPress like it's super fast, it's super cheap, it's super easy, let's do it. Um, and I'm the kind of guy that comes and says, hey, that's great until you need to scale, until you're actually really doing lots of uh, business on top of your WordPress site. Um, real quick case study would be uh, Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income. We all saw when his site went down, I mean, he was losing over 12000 bucks in revenue for that short, you know, whatever it was, four or five days of his, of his site being down because he wasn't paying attention to sort of the security and, and the scale of a site. What happens when it grows big? Sure, you can start for 50 bucks, but what happens when you have all this money coming in? Um, I also talked to James Schranko about that recently. What happens when you need to scale? Um, so I'm kind of the guy that goes around and says, Hey, it's great to do WordPress cause it's so such a low barrier to entry, but let's do it better. Um, and the audience that, so one particular show is called week in WordPress where every week we come together, I invite two or three other really prominent figureheads in WordPress to say, to join us and talk about the headlines of the week, what news is, is up and running or, or up to date and you know, what plugin was released, that kind of thing. Uh, and that was just drawing a lot of other WordPress folks, right? All the rest of our shows are all about getting people who are just starting out with WordPress to say, oh, I can, I can do this with WordPress, or I can, I can install a store, or an e-commerce store with WordPress. Uh, I can grow a membership site with WordPress. This is awesome. This show is bringing on like really the serious hardcore WordPress developers. So it didn't do anything for us in the sense of our, our other, other audience, because our other audience just doesn't really care about hey, this plugin version 1.7 was released. They just want to know how to get stuff done with WordPress. <laughs> they, don't need to, they don't need to know the, the ins and outs and the nooks and crannies of all this stuff. Um, so we were cultivating an audience that was super niche, right? And it was just all these other WordPress developers and designers. So it was great. It came together. It was like sort of like a party. Like everybody had fun. Everybody chatted about it. But my general audience, like I just tell by looking at the YouTube numbers, because that's where all that where that show exists, um, the retention rate for that, um, you know, people weren't getting all the way into those shows. Like they might go like five, six minutes <laughs> and these shows run for 45 to an hour. Um, so we could just tell like, hey, this is not for our demographic that we've built. Um, our demographic is actually 40, surprisingly 40 and up um, is our demographic. 
uh, majority of them. And uh, we could just tell that the new stuff wasn't, wasn't for them. They were more interest, interested in the how-to stuff. So this does speak to the power of really paying attention to your analytics because if you weren't, you could have just blindly been pouring in an incredible amount of time, effort, and energy into a show that 90% of it was never getting watched. And I mean, that's really frustrating if you don't even know that. And then you look back a year later and like, wow, that was not the best use of my time. And that's why we talk a lot here, Matt, at Entrepreneur on Fire about creating your avatar and really knowing with a without any and really knowing completely who that avatar is, what your target market is, that perfect listener, that ideal customer. And so you know that you're creating your shows for them. And it sounds like you guys are in the process of really crafting that perfect avatar you know, for the Matt Report and for the shows that you're creating at Slocum Studios. And that is so important because then you know exactly the content to produce and you can really get feedback from that ideal avatar. Do you really focus on that? Yeah, and it's and that 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 doesn't stop just at the media production that we do, but at any kind of WordPress custom WordPress site that we're building, we call it profiling, but it's the same thing. It's avatar profiling, whatever research, right? Just finding out who this website <laughs> is for or who this podcast is for. You have to do that groundwork because what we like to say to our customers or and our clients is, when you're engaging with us, we need something that says this was a successful project, right? right. We, we don't, we don't want to just go into it and say, hey, you happy with your website? Because you could look at that and say, I'm not happy because you didn't pick the right color blue. Well, was that the purpose of this project or was it to get you more money? And if it was to get you more money, how, how are we going to gauge that metric, right? So that we can say we built you some, something successful. Same thing goes with the, with the podcast stuff that we're doing and the video shows that we're doing. Um, you know, we need to look at our audience and say, who is our who is our customer? Who, is, who wants to listen to us talk about this stuff? How will it benefit them? Um, and in the end, uh, how do we get a little bit of money from that, right? Because all of this stuff uh, takes a lot of work of and, uh, and we, we need to make some kind of revenue. I love it. So Fire Nation, be clear with your avatar, be clear with your metrics and really focus on the analytics. So Matt, that's just a great life lesson to, to focus on at the beginning part of this interview. And we're going to move forward into your journey because you're our spotlighted guest today. And that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is really all about is talking about the journey of our guest, chatting about their successes, chatting about their aha moments. And right now I want to talk about one of your past failures. So mm-hmm. really tell us that story, Matt. Bring us down to the ground level. Tell us that time that you really fell flat in your face and specifically sure. the lessons you learned from that. Yeah, I got a great one. Um, so like I said, I grew up in the car industry, uh, which is sort of a, a weird thing, right? Because everybody has this, I don't even know if it still exists because I, I really am kind of blind to it. So I don't know if people even think of car salesmen as they, as they used to, at least when I was in the business. Uh, but it was a, that was a lifelong journey, right? My grandfather started, my father and his brothers took over, then I took over and then I worked with my father. And then we ended up selling uh, the business probably four or five years before GM went bankrupt. That was a really quick fast forward story of that journey. Then we co-founded, my father and I co-founded this uh, WordPress agency, um, which is sort of another unique thing, right? I run this business with my father. Um, and we uh, early on, we always knew that putting out a, pr- a quality product, perfect delivery, taking care of the customer, that was all top of mind. Uh, we want to make sure that we're doing this all the right way. So the first thing we did it, very early on, we, launched, we started this company about five years ago, four and a half, five years ago. First thing we did was, okay, uh, I'm, I'm technical from 
sort of the I can put WordPress stuff together, but I know in my mind that I'm not a you know hardcore developer. I'm not a you know graphic designer. I didn't go to school for any of this stuff. I knew how to put it all together. I know how to sell it, but I just don't know how to do it. So the first thing we did was, hey, we got to hire a team. We got to hire a team of copywriters, designers, developers, and we had to get the ball rolling the right way. Um, so we had our our money from selling uh, the, uh, the uh, car dealership, and we were like, let's invest it in in people. Well, the biggest failure was investing in the wrong people. Uh, and now it's more of a hire, slow, fire, fast kind of thing. But back then, we didn't know that. So we just threw money at a problem and we said, hey, we need to get really talented developers and designers. And we had them and they are very ta- talented uh, developers and designers, but they weren't passionate about our goal. Um, you know, they didn't understand the metrics of a startup. Sure, we were, were bootstrapped. We didn't have, take any investment from anybody else, but they didn't understand that. And they, to them, they looked at it like, I'm coming to work nine to five and then I'm checking out for the day. Now, we were looking for people who really want to succeed with us, who, who aren't just talented with the skill set, like, hey, I, I'm a really great PHP developer. I'm a really great you know, CSS designer, front-end designer, but I actually like, love this stuff. Like, I love WordPress. I love building solutions. I love being part of a team, an agile team. Um, and sort of that's what we look for now. But early on, we fell into the pitfall of need help, hire this person, pay them absorbent amounts of money because they have this talent. But their talent ended at 5 p.m., right? And there was no fire, there was no passion uh, for them to, to really work um, with us in that sort of startup mantra. Um, and we spent a lot of money uh, on those folks early on. They no longer work for us. They're, they're great guys. They have you know, their careers, um, but they just were never really in it. Um, and the best advice I can give to you is if you're, if you're just starting something out and you're looking for people to work for you, yeah, it's great to, you know, to be able to outsource things um, and to be able to get, you know, VAs to do things for you. But you also have to consider, are they going to be passionate for you? I guess it depends on the pay grade that you're paying them. But will they be passionate uh, about your about your success and the company's success, the team, um, what the what the culture is? Um, and that's something to definitely pay attention to. Let's hear one specific story, Matt, because we love specifics. I mean, that was a good overarching lesson and a good overarching theme. What was one just really interesting story that came out of that? Let's see. Um, So it became very apparent that we hired somebody, I don't think he'll ever listen to this (laughs) show, um, who was, was, you know, he had some good technical chops and he was really good. Um, And, you know, we were were paying him pretty good money. Uh, I think when we started him out, he was... Yeah. Uh, well, I won't say any numbers just because I still have people working for me. <laughs> so, um, but he were paying. He was making good. one million dollars. <laughs> yeah, just say like that. He was making a million bucks. Um, and you know, we were like, hey, I mean, this this is the only this is our only option. This guy's the best, right? We thought he was the best, um, and we just realized that um, boy, these projects are taking forever, right? And you know, why are these projects taking forever? And, you know, where I'm looking at other developers just joining the team, people that we either contracted out to that were finishing projects much more efficiently without any kind of kickback. Um, and kickback being like, hey, uh, you know, can you help me here? Or this doesn't make any sense or things like that. Anyway, he worked for us for a few years and then he came to us like, hey, I need to make twice as much as I am making now. So now he wanted $2 million. We are like, no, we, we simply cannot afford that. Um, and then he... And then he ended up just leaving us. Um, and he was one of the first people that we hired. So it was a little bit of a shock because we, we do look at our, our team as family. Um, 
And uh, when he left, you know, when we brought somebody else in his position who was getting paid a little bit less, but was much more efficient and cared much more about us, they were finding out things like, hey, this just wasn't coded right. Or he wasn't, you know, he wasn't really as good as we thought he was. Um, So it ended up kind of being beneficial in the end. That's a story that a lot of people at startups have to deal with, Matt, because yes. you know you only have skill sets in certain areas. So there's certain things you can't know for sure when you bring somebody on. There's a lot of trust that's going to it. And again, it does go back to those analytics and really judging those metrics. And you know, possibly if you guys have paid a little closer attention and done a little more testing or asking that this could have come out a little bit earlier, but you never really know when it comes to things that are that technical. So I try to really now assess the person. I look at their skill sets. Can they do this? Yes or no? And then it's just, I guess it's kind of obvious uh, to some folks that it is now obvious to me. But after that failure, uh, you know, now you really look at, does this person really care about what they do? You know, and, and why do they care about it? What are their passions that drive them? Because if they're not, you know, if, if you don't, if you're just like, hey, I just want to get to my softball game, <laughs> then you're like, okay, look, I, I can already tell where this is going. Um, you know, you really pay attention to that person's, you know, obviously skills, can they do it? Yes or no. But are they really passionate about working for you? Um, do they really want to see everybody succeed on the team? You know, that's something that's a little bit harder to kind of capture. So Matt, you say hire slow, fire fast, and that's a great lesson for all entrepreneurs that are bringing a team together. And through that process, another thing that I'm pulling out of what you're saying that I think needs to be a part of that process is follow your intuition, follow your gut, because it's going to tell you if this person's really there, if they're really in, if you really want this person to be part of your team during that slow hiring process. So when you do hire, it is the right person as far as your intuition is telling you. So Great feedback, Matt. Great story. And let's take that storytelling tendency to the other end of the spectrum. And that's the aha moment, the light bulb, when at some point during your journey, you said, wow, this actually is going to be a hit. This is going to work. This is me. This is Matt. This is my authentic self. What was that moment, Matt? Tell us that story and tell us the steps you took afterwards to turn it into a success. Sure. The biggest aha moment that, that rings clear in my mind right now is is how I started the Matt Report. And the folks that um, who are listening, who are you know sort of in WordPress, like they use it, but they, they're not really you know diving into it like I am, or living and breathing it every single day. There are things called Word Camps, uh, which is you know like a, a New Media Expo or a Blog World, but this is for WordPress, right? And they're all over the world. Uh, more prominently, a lot of them in the in the U.S. and I went to one in New York a few years back and there were people in the audience who are like other developers and designers who are just like, you know, kind of introverts. They're geeky, right? They're WordPress geeks. I mean, I, I have no problem calling them that. I say that all the time on, <laughs> on my show and they, and they admit it, right? And they, and they admit it and they were in the audience and, you know, they see other like lead developers walking by and I'll never forget. They were like, oh, it's, I remember these, these two guys sent, sitting next to me like, oh, it's Andrew Nason and Andrew Nason's like one of these lead developers for WordPress and they're like, like celebrity status, like these developers walking by and they're like, hey, I should really ask him about this function, right? And I'm like, well, just go ask him. Just, you know, what are you afraid to just approach these people for? <laughs> so that was my aha moment. Like I said, I am gonna ex- I'm going to expose these people in the WordPress community and expose in a good way, not a bad way. But I'm going to say, look, these are 
you know, real human beings that are doing some really cool stuff with WordPress. I didn't realize at the time when I had that thought that I was going to create a podcast that came to me probably a couple of weeks later, once I got back to back to the routine of things and, and trying to say, what am I going to do with that idea? So I'm just going to create a podcast. And, you know, at the time, that's when I was heavily listening to Andrew Warner of Mixergy. And mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, I am going to be the Mixergy just for WordPress. Right. Um, which kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, really focusing in on that on that audience because I would never be able to compete against Andrew Warner or folks like you with such a with a broader audience like this. It would be much harder as I was trying to work my day to day job, <laughs> and uh, you know, focusing in on WordPress just made sense for me because um, hey, it's WordPress. It's what I'm doing. I'm talking to these people anyway. Help you know, getting uh, advice to build sites. Uh, might as well interview them uh, too. That was my aha moment for for Matt Report. So Matt, niches are so important. And the fact that you've niched down into WordPress, I think is a huge benefit because it places you outside of the white noise that, you know, so many podcasts are coming out that are just interviewing entrepreneurs or are just more general in sense. But to have really a niche, to be able to go to somebody and say, you are an amazing WordPress developer. I have a podcast on WordPress. I mean, it's going to be a lot easier. Yes. So that aha moment that you had was really powerful and it was, you know, similar in a much more niche way than my aha moment for Entrepreneur on Fire, which was like, I really just want to take these great entrepreneurs that are out there that have this celebrity type status and share their journey, bring them down to the human level. Talk about times that they failed when they were destitute, times that they had their first aha moment and how giddy it made them and and the mistakes they made during that aha moment. And then, of course, we'll talk about the successes they've had, but bridging that gap, you know, taking that chasm that exists there and closing it so these now entrepreneurs can have intimate connections with the listeners because the listeners are resonating with them. And you're doing that in the WordPress community I'm doing that in the entrepreneur community. It's a really powerful medium to use. And what I really want to do is just have you in one sentence, Matt, sum up one clear lesson that you learned from that experience. Ooh, that's a tough one. You know, Mark Twain said, I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long letter. It's much more difficult to sum things up. If I could sum it up in one sentence, uh, it would be that WordPress community is an amazing community and finding these folks and showcasing them um, has has been a joy for me and for my audience. Uh, Everyone's learning something uh, from it, uh, which is great. Beginners, advanced folks. um, It's just been an amazing experience all around. That's a lot of sentences and a lot of words. (laughs) (laughs) So Matt, in just 60 seconds or less, share with Fire Nation your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Proudest entrepreneurial moment for me uh, would be running a a business with my father for the second time around. Um, You know, like I said before, we I had the pleasure uh, of working with him in the car dealership as he did with his father, my grandfather, growing up. Um, So it's been a tremendous experience to not only have that experience, but then also to sort of uh, get a another gig going with him, sort of in this technical space. And it's amazing how much. Uh, he has grasped uh, on the technical side, being over 50 years old. Um, it's pretty good to see him uh, <laughs> understand WordPress and how to, how to you know, do all this stuff and to sell the, the product and service to other folks. He's actually now launching his own uh, WordPress or his own podcast, 50 Plus Web Marketing. <laughs> uh, so he's, he's 
niching down even further, right? So now he's focused on finding uh, people who are over 50 years old. So pretty amazing stuff. Pretty amazing. I love my father, but he's a stodgy old lawyer. He would never be able to be a, a <laughs> podcast host or, or do a business like this at this point. But uh, very impressive that you guys have put that together. And it sounds like you should probably do a four-way interview with David Seitman Garland and his father, who are also a father-son team. That'd be a great interview. That's amazing. I actually have a phone call with David today and I'm going to talk to him. You so. should bring that Maybe up. Can. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, you have a lot of exciting things going on and that's what I want to do is bring it to present times, bring things to today. Share with Fire Nation one thing that's really exciting you right now. Right now, the, big, the most exciting thing is WordPress is at a state where it's 20% or plus power powering the internet, right? So WordPress is an, an amazing market space right now. And it's, from what I can see, being, at, being really in the depths of WordPress and seeing where these top developers, plugin developers, theme designers are, there's still a lot of untapped uh, opportunity uh, in WordPress. And the founder of WordPress, Matt Mullenweg, I mean, his vision for WordPress is uh, the internet's operating system. So, I mean, if you can uh, think of, if you can, you know, put that like iOS for, for uh, Apple devices, Android for, for you know, tons and tons of tablets and phone carriers, those operating systems, WordPress wants to be like that. And Matt Mullenweg is a phenomenal entrepreneur um, and f- phenomenal leader for this software project. Uh, so I'm super excited to see where we can go because we're, we're, we're not even seeing um, the tip of the iceberg yet. I mean, yeah, you can build a website. Yeah, it's super easy. You can build powerful websites. We've helped build Websites like TechCrunch.com, and you can see like it's the scale of what WordPress can do. NASA uses it. The government uses it. Sure, they should have used it for healthcare.gov, but hey, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, but uh, we're, seeing an un- we're seeing so much opportunity here um, and uh, opportunity to do really good quality stuff um, is what I'm excited for, um, like, like building apps and, and whatever the next thing is for the internet, WordPress will be there for it. Boom. Well, Matt, you've got me pumped about WordPress. Obviously, entrepreneuronfire.com is run off of WordPress. And I love my WordPress guru guy. I wouldn't feel comfortable without him making sure that the security is there and that the site is coded correctly and all that stuff. So it is an exciting time to be an entrepreneur and to know you have access to such a reliable, but at the same time, such a powerful platform such as WordPress. You never feel held back, right? You know that, hey, if you come up, if John comes up with this amazing idea, like you can say, hey, WordPress guy, we can do this, right? We can do like a membership app podcast thing, right? And it's like, yeah, of course. We just add these three pieces together and boom, we're done. (laughs) He's like, in fact, I just did it while we were talking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Matt, we're going to take a minute and thank our sponsors. Do you have a passion for mobile apps, but you're not quite at the point where you can create them on your own from scratch? I love the mobile app industry because I think apps are insanely beneficial for businesses, both big and small. Creating easy access to content for customers should be a business's number one priority. I know that creating a mobile app sounds like a ton of work. And again, you might not be a programmer, but if you're passionate about mobile apps and you've even thought about creating a business around providing other businesses with apps, then I've got great news for you. At Business Apps, they've created several highly customizable themes, all of them completely white label. That means you get total brand control. So regardless of what industry your clients are in, from restaurants to realtors, 
Business Apps has an easy-to-build, customizable mobile app platform that will impress. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps.com and create your free account today. I have a pretty packed schedule. Between my interviews, running my own mastermind tribe, and providing new content daily to my podcasting community, Podcasters Paradise, I just barely have time to skim the surface on a ton of other projects I have in mind for Entrepreneur on Fire. But as entrepreneurs, I know we're all busy with this sort of stuff. Running your own business isn't easy. Otherwise, everyone would do it. You have a lot to manage, including setting your own strategies, creating goals, and actually launching products and services so you can monetize. As you know, things like logos, website design, and other graphics are an important part of the overall process. That's why I love knowing that I can visit 99designs for all my design needs. Their system is incredibly user-friendly, the process is lots of fun, and the turnaround time, incredibly fast. You could be choosing your next design in as little as seven days. Go check it out for yourself. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. So Matt, this is a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Quick story. I always had the entrepreneurial bug, which I think many of your uh, guests have had. Uh, But growing up in the dealership, I remember being like, I don't know, 10 years old and dragging around a bucket and a hose washing hundreds and hundreds of cars in the hot summer heat. And I was saying to myself, I am never going to run my own business <laughs> because <laughs> this is what you have to do. Like I'm the boss's son. I should be, you know, sitting in the AC room, you know, looking at people walking by and, and greeting them as they come into the store. Of course, I was only, uh, you know, 10 years old at the time. Um, but that little nugget actually taught me that, you know what, this entrepreneurial thing is really good because the harder, the more work you put into it, uh, the better return you'll see. Love that. What is the best advice you've ever received? I, you know, I, I ask this on my show Ooh. and I get a ton of different answers. And unfortunately, I fall into that cliche of just do it kind of thing <laughs> because that is it for me, right? Like when I started the podcast, I just turned, I didn't even have, I didn't have a mic. I didn't have a, a camera. I just turned on my laptop and used built-in stuff. And I was like, boom, I'm just recording this. I called up one of my WordPress buddies and I just shot it and uh, filmed it and put it out there. And, you know, 60 odd episodes later, I'm still going at it. Matt, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? I'm going to uh, also bring this up in one of your later questions, um, but the getting things done model, um, and not even like the whole thing, it's just writing stuff down and reviewing it. Write stuff down, review it. And picking that review date is so important. Um, and getting that, that every Monday morning saying, here's the things I'm going to take care of this week and doing that every single money, uh, Monday um, to keep you anchored. And the second thing for freelancers and people who are solopreneurs just working on their own, living in their own heads, you can get burned out really fast. As soon as you feel that burnout feeling coming on, do something else. Go for a run, hit the gym, take a mental break. That's the biggest thing for me is you, because you can work for 14, 16 hours a day and not even know it, right? You don't leave your computer all day. You grow a beard down to your knees and you're like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) 
take a mental break by running, by working out, push-ups, something to get your mind off of it. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Oh, yeah. So uh, I used to be a huge Basecamp fan, fanatic, um, but it wasn't really working out uh, on the client end of things and kind of managing stuff. We switched to Trello, um, which has just been amazing. And partly because it's so like live in real time that when I'm sitting with my team and we're typing stuff into the lists, they're all seeing it uh, live in real time on their on their laptops or tablets. Um, so that's really awesome. Um, and of course, using WordPress to blog. Number one. Boom. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to these resources and everything that Matt and I are chatting about today, eofire.com slash Matt Medeiros. Matt, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, and I think I know what it's going to be, <laughs> what would that book be? It's a combination. I got three books for you real quick. It's a combination of two of them, E-Myth and Getting Things Done. But and I know that's so cliche because everyone says it. They're like a staple. But if you read them and just like combine them together, just like the, the 30,000 foot view of those books, it'll just get your mindset so clear. Uh, and the third one, which I, have, I haven't written yet, <laughs> is called Everyone Should Be a Car Salesman uh, because you're going to learn a ton from being a car salesman and what it's like to sell and customer relations and shaking hands and making deals. All right. Well, by the time this goes live, you better have written that yeah, book. Let's uh, hope so. A 40 page ebook on Kindle. <laughs> yeah, It'll yep. be available. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. When you're like Matt and you just want to go hit that run or hit that gym, and you can get the audio version of this book for free of E Myth or Getting Things Done at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Matt, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Next seven days, I'd grab my laptop and I would walk around whatever city or island that I'm on with my 500 bucks and I would take people out to eat. I know I'd be covered, but I'd cover them. Um, and I would take them out to eat and find out what their biggest problems are. Uh, and take that approach from, uh, take that approach by interviewing and talking to other people say, what can I solve for you? How can I help you uh, in your current situation? Um, and then hopefully from there, 10, 12, 20 people, uh, I can collectively come up with a new business model. Um, and, uh, and pitch it to them and go right at it all over again until I'm lost and find myself on another island uh, with 500 bucks in my pocket. <laughs> Matt, it is all about connections. It's all about relationships. It's how I've grown Entrepreneur on Fire to where it is. It's how you're growing the Matt Report to where it is going. So it's really exciting to see and it's great lessons for Fire Nation to really focus on. It's not about that computer screen. It's about the relationships you're building, utilizing that. So Matt, I have really enjoyed hearing your journey and so inspiring on so many levels. Let's end this by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. So sort of on my mind right now, with the 2014 fast approaching, and I don't know when this is going to be released, but if it's already 2014, uh, get that baggage out of the way. As entrepreneurs, we love to chase shiny objects. Um, and before you know it, after a year's time, you have a 
closet full of these shiny objects <laughs> that you've been chasing and trying to build all these little revenue streams for. Um, get rid of that baggage. Be fair. Be honest to the ones that are working for you. Um, and focus on those because those are already either being successful, they're about to be successful, and you're more passionate about it. Um, and get rid of anything else that just sort of cluttering your, your mental storage and maybe literal storage. Best way to find me, mattreport.com. Uh, you can check out uh, all the WordPress podcasts that I do there. Uh, head on over to youtube.com slash Slocum Studio. You can find out all the WordPress web shows. Uh, and if you're interested in some WordPress themes, we have some themes over at slocumthemes.com. Well, Matt, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've talked about in today's interview at eofire.com. They can click on that podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives. Or Fire Nation, just enter Matt in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. Matt, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. The Fire Path is a new email series we just launched, and we're really fired up about it. When you sign up for The Fire Path, you'll receive a weekly email that covers an important step in the process of starting and growing your own business. We drill down and share with you exactly what we've learned over the past year and a half from starting our business. Visit thefirepath.com to sign up today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 